Blog Talk Radio. Pugilistic linguistics, check out the 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 pugilistic linguistics, check out What's up, y'all? What's up? Welcome to the Pugilistic Linguistics Show. I am your host, Michael Foster. The voice of reason in an un- increasingly unreasonable world. I'm back with you on another Wednesday evening. Before I get started, like I do all the time, you can check me out live here at 5 o'clock on Wednesdays, or you can download from iTunes all of the previous shows, listen to them, critique them. I have a page dedicated to the to the uh, podcast. Come out, leave your ideas, leave your thoughts. I welcome them, good, bad, or indifferent. But come out and support. I don't know. I'm just, as you can probably tell in my voice, I'm just a bit, I don't know what the word is, pensive, uh, I don't know. Um, Naturally, I've been kind of down this week with the events in Las Vegas this past weekend. Again, I give my condolences to all the families that lost loved ones. I cannot begin to understand how you all are feeling. Uh, I wish you Godspeed. And I hope you find some sort of solace in your time of need. And, of course, the train is late. We now have false flaggers out there trying to make more of this tragedy than it appears. Now, as I say all the time, I don't pretend to know everything about what went on. I wasn't there. I do recall as it was going down, and we're talking what midnight central time is around ten o'clock, maybe ten o'clock Vegas time, that there were initial reports of multiple gunmen. And I fully believe there were multiple gunmen. I believe that there were two windows broken out and there was somebody in each window, you know. I believe that. Well, I have proof? Of course not. Do I know? I don't know anything for sure. This is my belief. If for no other reason, I'd like to believe that one man not gave that carnage in the short amount of time that it happened. I would like to believe from my personal sanity that there were more than one person. That's just me. Of course, there are people out there where well, the government stages this to open up another argument about gun control and this, that, and the third. Look, I wish you'd miss me with that type of argument. 59 real people are dead. These ain't false folk for your false flag. I will qualify everything by saying, do I know for sure? No, 
our government is notoriously shady and it's proven itself time and again that that's what they're all about. I just can't make that leap yet. Credible evidence comes out to the contrary. I might revisit and feel a different way about it. But right now, the decent person in me would not allow me to make the leap that our government slaughtered 59 of her citizens to spark a debate about gun control. You know, I can't do that yet. So again, thoughts and prayers out to the victims and their families. Uh, I had family members that were there that weekend too, and by the grace of God, they weren't just strolling by when this whole thing jumped off. It could be any one of us. On to a normal segment, Tom Watch. The weekly antics of your president. So your president trip to Puerto Rico. Now, Puerto Rico, one of our commonwealth, our territories, basically our 51st state, got demolished with Irma and then... Maria, I believe, that's, that was the M hurricane that came directly through. And your president just visited the last couple of days. After being criticized for the response, for the Katrina-like response, uh, emergency management, to their devastation. Now, any person with any amount of open ability to empathize would move in a fashion differently than your president did. He is a certified narcissist with, uh, I don't want to say psychopathic tendencies, but Sociopathic tendencies. That's a better way. He's a narcissist with sociopathic tendencies. Everything is about him. Look how many people came out to see me. Look how great the crowd is to see me. Look how everybody's me. He's a narcissist with sociopathic tendencies. With zero ability to empathize, to to sit in a, I don't, it was a press conference per se, but he was sitting there talking on days, and you know, he and his wife, the the mute one, uh, talking about. He, he made reference to how helping Puerto Rico is going to how, how how damaging is going to be to the U.S. budget. He says this while he's in Puerto Rico, telling how if I have to help y'all, it wouldn't be adversely impacted. If that is, well, we all know what it is. So later on, he goes, and admittedly, I did not follow that tough as to how he ended up 
with rolls of toilet paper, no, paper towels, this is with rolls of paper towels in his hand, and jump shooting them to the crowd like Steph Curry. Just looking at this dude, I'm like, wait, hold up, wait, 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 hold up. This dude jump shooting paper towels into the crowd. So I've seen pictures juxtaposed with, and I don't even know the circumstances around these tragedies, but you got Clinton in a tragedy hugging a citizen. You've got George W. in a tragedy hugging a citizen. You got Barack Obama in a tragedy hugging a citizen, showing empathy, showing compassion. And then you have Mr. Jump Shooter. Who sucks, mind you? He 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 doesn't. Was too far out. He he just just looks afflicted when he throws up a shot. I need to get some 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 classes. Jump shots terrible. But your president jump shooting paper towels and which will probably be his last impression on the world. The impeachometer for this dude is one week closer to doom. I think he'll be impeached by the end of the year, removed probably by the beginning of next year, and removed. Then we're stuck with Pence unless he goes to. The death of dating. The death Dating. Now I, a man of forty-two years, yeah, forty-two years, through a series of unfortunate and unforeseen events, find myself back available. Not that I was intentionally or looking forward. To say, but things happen. Life happens and you make your own decisions. So I'm back out in the market. I'm back out in the game and I found that I'm absolutely ill-equipped to play the game these days as they play it. This society is hard to be single in. This society is hard to be looking in. And I'll speak for myself from the standpoint of, of what experiences are. I found that in a number of cases, a woman seems to feel like her only responsibility, her only contribution needs to be just being a woman. And I'm sure women out there can say the same thing about men. This is not a woman bashing thing. This is just what I found in today's society. A woman feels that her only job is to be a woman. 
chest and what between what's between her legs defines the contribution to that not many people are interested in developing their personality. And, and I'm not talking about 20, 25, 30-year-olds. I'm not even looking in that direction because, frankly, we have nothing in common. These are 35, 40-year-olds I'm speaking of. Compliment the physical that you bring to the table. That's important because once you reach an age, what that certain age is, is there a magical cutoff age? You can have for somebody else. Maybe 25 or 30, but who knows? But once you reach a certain you need to begin to start bringing things to the table. Proverbial table. I have long said, always find somebody who brings more to the table than they take off. Hell, I bring my own table. That bringing things to the table is hard for me people to do. And the problem is that many of us as men in this game, because it's a game, oh, this is a game, okay? Don't, don't be fooled. Uh, Dave Chappelle said it best. Men are hunters. And and because men like nice houses, because women like nice houses. Men buy nice cars not because men like nice cars necessarily, but because they know women like nice cars. So men are the hunters, and the car is the bait. That's what we do. We let people off the hook, and this both sexes now. We let people off the hook. We don't expect anything from so we aim to the common denominator. Trying to get you in bed, trying to uh, um, um, buy you this and buy you that, and that expresses, you know, whatever it expresses, which basically lets the other person off the hook because they then don't have to develop personality. All they have to do is continue to do what got them the thing. I'm old school. I do. I'm school with a lot of things that I do. Old school with a lot of movements that I do. I believe. That's a word I ain't said in a long time. I believe in courting a woman. I believe. Now I, I ain't perfect. Now I don't. I don't pull out chairs. I don't open doors just because. It's not what I'm opposed to. I just don't think of it half the damn time. But. I'm old school with my thought process, and that is completely out of place in today's society. Completely out of place. This is an instant gratification, disposable society. 
My job as a member of the society is to, is to, to run through as many checks I can find and then eventually settle down with the one that raised me to least. That's how society is set up. No one dates. No one courts anymore. No one woos. That's the word also. Nobody woos of opposite sex anymore. Nobody, nobody does the little things that seem to, 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 to court the other sex. The reason for the the so many failed relationships, fog of newness wears off. You get accustomed to the sex. You get accustomed to the material items or whatever whatever got you to that point. When the newness falls off, you realize. There's nothing else here. What does he do for me? I gave you everything. No, you gave me orgasms. What do you do for me outside of what you can feel or touch or or tickle or whatever? There is no relationship building. The death of many of my relationships. We liked each other. We we were good with each other. We didn't build anything. My favorite saying nowadays is the next one I'm looking for a body to McClyde. I want to have someone where I could have that sheer, unbridled fun with. Bunny to my Clyde. We walk us through Walmart, and I say, look, I'm going to steal a couple of bags of chips. Run out of the car, keep it hot, coming out fast. And her response is, I just make sure you get something that I like to eat, too. Boom. Bunny and Clyde. I ain't been stealing no chips in Walmart. I can buy my own chips. But the idea is what I'm talking about. Someone that is so in tune with you that you are not afraid to let your kid, your inner child, play with her inner child. That is severely lacking in today's society. Now, here's the killing part about it. If you're a product of this society, if you're a product of this disposable world, you can get along well in this disposable world. You can find another disposable person and y'all can dispose of shit together. And it happens all the time. So the vast majority of people in the game today have no problems in the game because they're equipped for it. This kind of goes back to my friend's topic a few weeks ago. They survive well in this game because they're equipped for it. They don't concern themselves with anything long-lasting because they're disposable. 
But someone with an old school mentality, an old soul, as I've been accused of having, someone with an old school mentality catches hell out here because I do things people in this world are not accustomed to. It ain't just me. I'm not saying I'm the only one that does it. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying I am a person that does things differently than the society at large, which means I have to choose very carefully the person that I spend my time with because our motivations are different. How do you create lasting relationships in a disposable society? I did that show last year sometime. Possible. To create a lasting relationship with a disposable person. So what do you do? You have to be comfortable enough to one, not compromise who you are to fit in. If you're an old school thinker, if you woo people, if you court, if you pull out chairs and you pay for dinners and you treat a woman with respect, and a man, from my perspective, so I say woman, but it goes both ways. If you treat a woman with respect, if she's worth it now, you, you can't turn a home into a housewife. That's old school. But neither him, that's a that's a different circumstance. If you you take a woman out and you woo her, you say good morning, you say good evening, you do little things and you do things that are thoughtful. If that's who you are, you can either compromise that and fit in. Be miserable and find the wrong one in the process, or you can be who you are and be okay with waiting for the one that compliments you. Waiting for the person. I, I listened to a song a couple of days ago. A song called Don't Change by a singer named Kanye Doss. I absolutely love the song. I've been listening to it years, but you know how you listen to a song, and you can even recite the words, but you don't put the words together to the point of where you actually form thoughts, meaning you're singing the song, you know every single word, but then you're not putting them in sentences and understanding what the words are saying. You just happen to be listening to it with a, on a different level. That song, Don't Be By Kanye Doss, is one of those songs to where I loved. I love what she was saying. I love the words as they were strung together, but I never put them together as thoughts until a couple of days ago. And the gist of the song is she's talked to her man, and she's telling him how spectacular he is in her eyes. Don't ever change who you are. Don't change who me or anyone is the chorus. That's the person you wait for. The person who tells you, I love you or I like you even because of who you are and all your flaws. I believe in you. 
that's the one you wait for. So you can compromise your principles and maybe stumble upon somebody that's worth them, or you can hold out and be that person that you know you are and wait for the woman that says, I believe in you. Don't change who you are for anyone. That song is deep, and I never comprehended the depth of that song until I listened to it. That is what we all should be ascribing to. Get with someone who brings more to a table than she takes off of it. Hell, get somebody who brings her own table, and y'all build together. But Again, new school society. And if you're an old school thinker, you feel out of place in today's society. Don't give up. It's going to be tempting to settle or give up. Don't do either. If you're that school disposable cat, you'll have fun out here. I'm not that dude. Got something going for. We all ain't none of perfect. But don't ever change who you are. Don't change for me or anyone. When was the last time somebody told you they believed in you? When was the last time somebody said, I support you? They said, I love you because of who you are. Not in spite of who you are. That's a whole different animal. Not in spite of, because of, with your flaws. Because all in all, you're a good person. With When was the last time someone said that to you? That's the person you hold out for. Real quick before I bounce, that was my, uh, before I even get there, that was my uh, Steve Harvey, Think Like a Man, what was it, uh, Act Like a Woman, Think Like a Man, whatever the hell it was. That's my that's my uh, intro to my book that I'm not writing. Anyway, um, one thing before I go, this past weekend, I had my 25th class reunion with the Silver Eagles of St. Martin de Porres High School in Chicago, Illinois. And allow me to say that was the most enjoyable, amazing weekend with friends that I've had in a long time. Now, I want you to understand something. I want you to understand this. It was fun. I mean, I've had fun with friends. Well, there was there is something to be said about being with people that you have a connection with. And I didn't graduate from St. Martin. I, grad, I transferred out, graduated somewhere else. But still, that was a group that I cut my high school teeth with, and I'll forever have a place in my heart for that time of my life. There's something to be said about having a connection with a group of people. A connection to where you don't have to explain why you are who you are, explain why you do what you do, or explain or needing to justify being you. 
a group of people that you can just be yourself around is invaluable. And me being disconnected from backgrounding, living where I live, living in Iowa for the last 14 years, that connection triggered something in my brain, triggered something with me. And I'm forever indebted to the group of people that put that together. I'm going to forget the names. I apologize if I do. As a matter of fact, I'm not even going to try to name names. I'm going to forget somebody. But your planning committee, you know who you are. I'm forever grateful. You did an awesome job. But beyond putting that together, being with folk that embrace you in spite and because of valuable, definitely needed. It was definitely welcomed. I really, I don't possess words in my vocabulary to express how much I enjoyed, how much that was necessary for me. It really opened my eyes and triggered some things to me. And some movements I'm going to make from this point forward is directly because of that weekend. I'm forever grateful. So, again, I don't want to start naming names as to the uh, planning committee. Again, I'm going to forget somebody. But you know who you are, and I'm, I thank you. That's going to be day. Be on the lookout for future episodes. Definitely next Wednesday at 5 o'clock Central Time. I might do the impromptu join in the midst. I'll kind of do whenever I'm feeling something. But I'll definitely be out on the page with my next topic. And again, St. Martin, love y'all. Find somebody that loves you or wants to be with you in spite of or because of who you are. They believe in you. That's what you need to hold out for in this, in this disposable society. But until next time, I'm going to go ahead and bid you a firm adieu. And like I say all the time, take care of yourself. 